What a weird morning. And getting GPS a late start. Ready. Not that any of our listeners would know that. My GPS <laughs> yeah. is telling me where to go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get things opened up. <laughs> Hey everybody, that is correct. This is the podcast that sounds funny and this is the week of February 28th, 2023, the last day of February as we're recording this. By the time listeners hear it, it'll be sometime in March. <laughs> uh, we are in season three. This will be show 17, but it's episode 121 is our big episode count. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell us when we see it. Guess which one I am? Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm number two, Terry. Also not a sister. Nope, and I'm Jill. <laughs> are you our sister? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we do like to uh, uh, start things off with a little bit of what we call what's new. Does anyone have a question? Follow the example of your head and get to the point. It could be something, a classic family funny story. Uh, it could be something we've done lately, reading, watching, doing. And does anyone have something to start with? I finally remembered what I keep forgetting to write down. Well, do it before you forget again. <laughs> well, <clears throat> by now, it's been a few weeks ago. I was actually listening to a podcast, which I listen to many of. And one of the types of podcasts I like to listen to is old-time radio-related stuff. And uh, along with that genre, I I, I once did a, a search for like you know, old-time radio music, and I actually found a, a podcast called Big Band Serenade. And they, they kind of quit podcasting, so I did a search again. I found a couple of other ones. One of them is called Big Band Bash. It's uh, broadcast through Texarkana Radio Station, then they podcast their show. Another one is called, uh, something, I think it's called Songs from 100 Years Ago or, or Music from 100 Years Ago. It's, it's not always 100 years. Sometimes they play, you know, stuff in the, you know, the 40s or even the 50s and stuff like that. But uh, tell all this long story because I was digging through some archives of the aforementioned uh, Big Band Serenade podcast. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, you know, not just kind of soaking in the, the classic old jazzy tunes while I'm doing some computery work and suddenly I hear our theme music playing <laughs> I thought wait a minute I just listened to our show I know I didn't post anything <laughs> I was like oh, oh yeah yeah I listened to this other podcast <laughs> kind of threw me for a loop i thought i was listening to our podcast again and it was our theme song but it was music from a long time ago <laughs> it, yeah our theme song for those who don't know 
It's, it's uh, was recorded it's, in 1935. It's old. <laughs> by a guy named, let me think, Harry Roy. And the name of the tune is Oh You Sweet Thing. Oh, you and sweet thing. You're so funny. <laughs> it does have lyrics to it. Maybe I'll play the whole thing when we close out the show later. Just let it play through. Uh, but it, there is lyrics to it, but I, I don't. I just use the instrumental parts for our opening and closing. Hmm. But yeah, hmm. it's. I thought, and it, in fact, that very same podcast is probably where I got it from to begin with. But I just totally forgot about it. It was unexpected. Like, whoa, our podcast is on. Oh, wait, that's not us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have a funny story I could tell. I saw it on Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> a husband and a wife was in uh, Michigan, and was it me? They, they were having breakfast, and the uh, announcer on the radio said oh, we're supposed to get eight to ten inches of snow. Please park your cars on the side of the road with the even numbers so the snow plows can go through. So the wife goes outside. She moves the car to the correct side of the street. A few days later, they're eating breakfast again, and the announcer said on the radio, we're supposed to get 10 to 12 inches of snow. Please park your cars on the odd number side of the road so the snow plows can go through. So, once again, the lady goes out and moves her car to the odd number side. And a few weeks later, the announcer comes on the radio and says, we're supposed to get 12 to 14 inches of snow. And the power went off. And the wife's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I don't know which side to park the car on. And the husband just got up and said, why don't you just park it in the garage next time? <laughs> this time, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a blonde joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My funny thing happened last night. We was watching a movie. It was called Fall. And I don't know why it was actually called Paul. It was these two women and the one woman and her husband was climbing a mountain and he had fallen off and died. So I guess that's why it was called Paul. But then she had him cremated and her and her friend was going to climb this 2,000 foot tall power pole and dump his ashes. <laughs> and I can't imagine a 2,000 foot power pole. Yeah. But uh, they climbed up, and, and when they get to the top, the ladder that they climbed up that was attached to the pole broke off. Yeah. So here yeah. they're stuck up 2,000 feet, supposedly, at the top of this, trying to figure out how to get down. And so they have their iPhone with them, and they're like, well, we have this rope. Let's dangle it down to where it gets back into the the sound waves or whatever it is that makes telephones work because they were up too high. Uh -huh. And so they get it down, and George is like, well, how are they going to get it to call anybody once it gets down there with this rope? They're not going to be able to dial it. And I said, they'll probably go, hey, Siri, call somebody. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, they'll probably go, they'll, he'll go, they'll call 911, and his phone lit up. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we was watching a movie, and he almost accidentally called the 911 people because... He was trying to help him on the movie, tell him what to do, and we don't want them coming to our house and I know. Well, he, well he's given shouting supportive commands to the movie. He managed yeah. to dial emergency for them. 
Yeah, the, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> why'd they just slide down the pool? Well, it was a 2000, supposedly. I don't think, I mean, the arch isn't even 2,000 foot tall. There's, I can't even imagine a pole being that tall, but I that'd don't know like, why they didn't just slide down the pole. That'd be like changing the light bulb on the top of the Sears Tower in Chicago. All right. I mean, <laughs> repel down it or something. Wow. Well, anyway, weird. Well, I'm not going to ruin the movie and say how they get off or don't get off, so I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> well, there's some opening stuff to enjoy. So now it's time to roll into our episode with a, a random topic. Yeah, that's what it is. Get busy on it together, fast. Quiet, you. Random topic. Yeah, we don't want no more Bible trivia, though. That no. was really well. It was, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I do have to apologize though about my microphone. I haven't got a clue what was wrong with it last week. It just kept cutting in and out. Usually, it does really well. But last week it was just kind of freaky. Yeah. But I noticed this morning, I my Zoom app was telling me that I have an unstable connection. Uh, I'm mentally have unstable you, or something. Have y'all ever tried that caramel flavored crunch, Mary Captain Crunch? No. no. Was that what you was eating last week? Yes, it was. Well, that was fun. What do we do now? <laughs> I, I even forgot to ask you about what you was eating last week. <laughs> I have a different kind today. Oh. Another Captain so, Crunch, huh? So, so crunch a little bit for us so we can guess. Is it regular flavor or is it <laughs> berry flavor or some other flavor? I recognize that, Crunch. <laughs> that's not Captain Crunch, you imposter. That's Tony the Tiger. It's a fruity flavor. Ah, a fruity crunch? That's not Captain Crunch. Uh, mm. Rainbow cereal is what we call it <laughs> around our house. Fruit Loops. Uh, it could be that or Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. They're both colorful and fruity. Like little round balls. Oh. He's got lots of clues. <laughs> you didn't get it in San Francisco, did you? <laughs> Some fruity balls or something? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know. You waskily wabbit twix are for kids. <laughs> Anyway, back on our random topic, we have, I think, five items on our wheel. Icebreakers, I think, isn't it? It would be icebreakers, and I think, oh, I got to, I cannot find my folder of random stuff here. Do you want to go ahead and do icebreakers again? Mm, I don't care. We'll go ahead and do it. We can pick another number. Um, let's see. Let's try to pick some icebreaker questions we haven't done before. Yeah, go down the list a little bit. Go down to the end of the list and go backwards. Let's do <laughs> reverse. Um, everyone has those recurring bad dreams. What is your recurring nightmare? If you have one, I guess. I mean, being chased by something and not being able to run. Ah, it's like yeah. running in place. Yeah. Or, or you're running and you fall down and can't get up or something. Falling off a 2,000 foot pole. 
<laughs> yeah, sliding up. Oh, where's my phone? Quick, call nine one one. You know, I don't know. I don't always have a lot of bad dreams, but I guess something close is uh, sometimes I have a dream where you're like shopping in the grocery aisle and suddenly the aisle starts shrinking so you can barely fit down it. And suddenly there's people coming from different, the other opposite direction. You had to fight your way through them and they keep pushing you back. <laughs> it's like, well, heck with it. I'll go with the flow. And so you turn around and, and they're coming at you again. It's like, ah, why is this mm -hmm. happening? <laughs> but that's about as uh, nightmarish as my dreams get. I don't, I don't recall having any dreams lately about anything good or bad. Yeah. Usually, if you have a bad dream, you roll over, and I always call it change the channels, and it goes away. <laughs> oh, something else. <laughs> Here's one What are two truths and a lie about you? Uh -oh. Give me two mm. things that are true and one thing that is false, and then we have to guess which one is which. They'll make it even more fun. Oh, hmm. Um, Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon cereal tastes just like tricks. <laughs> is that so true or false? Is that what was that one thing? Think? You have to give us two true things and a false thing. <laughs> and we have to guess which one is the false thing. So that was Pokemon tastes like tricks. So give us another couple. Um. Um. Um, I don't know how to think about it. Yeah. Okay. I can still drive. <laughs> All right. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gave us two, and then he told on yourself. Wow. Two, two true things and one not true thing. We already know what's not true with him. Yeah. <laughs> Trick cereal tastes good. I mean, Pokemon. There you go. Okay, well, we know that you can't drive. So his serial <laughs> statements are true, and his driving one is false. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'll say I like coffee. I'm skinny. And uh, I like popcorn. <laughs> oh. So you don't like coffee, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is that what I'm trying to say? Don't like coffee after all. Uh, and you guys know you don't like. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. You say you're 29 years old like my wife. Yeah. No, I don't like to say I'm younger than I am because then people think you're 29. You look awful for being 29. Yeah. You gotta say you're older. You gotta say I'm 80, and then they go, "Gosh, you look good for 80." Yeah, exactly. There, there's a, a podcaster I listen to, and she she sometimes pushes these these beauty products. Mm -hmm. She goes, yeah, I, "I love these beauty products. They're so awesome. Look how good they make me look. You'll never believe I'm really 93, and I look like this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, if you say you're 29 and you look the way you like, you're not 29. You're 60 or whatever. People are gonna go, "You look awful for 29." Wow. That's the well, way I look at it. <laughs> two truths and a lie. Um, my feet don't hurt. Uh, I'm a podcaster. 
and um <laughs> and um I quit going to church. There we go. <laughs> oh, we know what's a lie there. <laughs> feet don't hurt. Oh man. Oh, he quit going to church. That's the lie. It, if, I, if I could feel my feet, they probably would hurt. But you know, that goes <laughs> neuropathy. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of a that's definitely a, a, a deep question that does require a lot of time to really dig out. You know, and I guess the proper way to do it is think of three things that would be convincing so people who you're trying to break the ice with would have a couple of guessing, you know, something they didn't know about you. Um, anyway, ooh, what's a funny and inappropriate, wait, one second. Uh, funny, appropriate pickup line that works for you. Has to be appropriate. <laughs> but if you're going to do a pickup line. You want to pet my dog? Hey, baby, come here often. <laughs> I, I, I've never had a pickup line used on me, so I wouldn't know. But mm -hmm. usually it's like, ew, hey, oh, you mean, run away. And I like, said to, to oh, me. Hey, thanks. All I got to do is like, say no. <laughs> you mean somebody said to me? Is that what you mean? Just a pickup line. I had to pick up line. I had somebody say, a girl say, did anybody tell you you look like Patrick Swayze? I said, don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like I might have did some pickup line things for our final thought segments over the months. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not real good with the pickup lines and I can't say any of them I've ever uh, tried to work and I've really have ne had none used on me, so I don't know. I think well, Terry the, did a redneck pickup line top ten once a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I know we did it before uh, on the show somehow. Yeah. Um, I still have that one. It's in my notes, in my notepad. What is your favorite part of a county fair? If you go to, will there be like a county fair or the state fair or maybe like the homecoming? things the music part. part they usually have music live music and they sit and listen to the music i wouldn't say the rides but they make me sick anymore yeah i used to love the rides uh whenever i was a kid even you know as a teenager even as a young adult uh, but I, I don't really ride the rides much uh when i if i was to go to a fair like like you said i'd probably just go for the music the animals, they always have the animals. That smells awful if you go in them barns. So I don't like that. I've never been to a county fair. See, what? see, you could go to the that's... animal displays and go, which animal is this? this We've been to the state horse. fair in Springfield, but we were This animal it. smells so... like rooster. Yeah, well, that's a fair. They I had the, the, the stuff in Indiana sometimes when they had that over there, but. Yeah, and then they have they have like the jellies and the different crafts that people make, and they, uh, you know, first, second, third prizes on each one, and the rides and the food and the souvenirs and the games and just like any carnival. But I'd like to sit and listen to the music. Yeah, I used to like the games uh, to a point, but it was never always my favorite. I always liked the the rides when I was younger. 
for the music when I got older. Thing uh, was, was, food is okay. Uh, the animal displays I think are more interesting if you have an animal being displayed. Yeah, <laughs> you go to like the South Rock Santa, Rock Santa Homecoming stuff. But because there was four of us kids, mom and dad didn't want to let us know that that we had a county fair. <laughs> yeah, was across the county, it cost more money. I mean, we went to the we went to the other ones. It's like then you go, man. I like going to Six Flags better. The rides are more safer. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. I mean, yeah, we, I don't think we ever had a county fair there growing up. If we went to anything like that, it was going to either probably be going to the state fair in Springfield. Here it's, it's over in Highlands where the state. Yeah, the, the county fair. That's what I was going to say. It's in Highland. It's in Highland, um, Illinois. But yeah, the yeah, the, the rides are always a lot more fun at Six Flags because, like you said, they're they're a lot more sturdy, a lot more safe and stuff. Even though some people got killed on rides there too. <laughs> All right. Here's a question that I I know I can have an easy answer for. What show on Netflix did you embarrassingly binge watch very fast? Yeah, what would it be, Keith? <laughs> my my answer is I don't watch Netflix, so oh. <laughs> Oh, Netflix. Let's see. We watch a lot of things. Well, we actually just recently got rid of Netflix because they kept raising their price and raising their price. My husband said, I'm done with it. I look at it like SamNet, Netflix, HBO, yeah. Max, all those streaming yeah. services. But... I, I, I personally don't really like to binge watch really anything because to me, it's like after you get a few shows into something, they all start blurring together. And you don't really know what happened on what show. <laughs> yeah, like Sex Lives of College Girls. <laughs> it, it, they all just kind of blur together. I mean, even if you read a book in a series, uh, you know, some detective series, and you start reading it, I mean, you get into the characters and you get into, you know, the plots, but you start forgetting which book did this happen in. You know, yeah. they all blur together. I'm binge That's watching true. a show right now. It's called. Desperate Housewives. <laughs> mm. Season one. So, <laughs> so Desperate Housewives. That's about your exes, right, Terry? They're all desperate to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty neat show. You know, lots of stories going on. You know, yeah. I can't think of anything that would be embarrassing that I've watched, but I like Roseanne and the Connors. I watched those. I like comedies. The neighborhood. I've been binge watched it. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of the question is, you know, what have you binge watched that you'd be embarrassed to admit that you, you watched? Binge watched Pee Wee Herman. That'd be bad. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. I binge watched the Word Out Saturday Morning Show. Yeah, <laughs> I binge watched Blues Clues or Sesame Street or something. <laughs> I don't know. Paw Patrol's on Samnet now. Don't you want to watch that? <laughs> SpongeBob. Uh, well, well, that would be embarrassing, I, I think. I do <laughs> believe it is time to move on along to our news. My goodness, the country must be worse off than I'd realized. And give my regards to the children. I got story about. Um, a California man 
earns a world record for 2,995 consecutive visits to Disneyland. Consecutive every day, you mean? Every day. Oh my goodness. Does he work there? (laughs) (laughs) He, um, I started thinking that was my friend. Um, Jeff, what's his name? Um, Jeff Reichs. He uh, started going there in 2012, I think. And he'd been there in Anaheim 2,995 days consecutively. He was rewarded against Book of World Records certificate. He uh, He's 50 years old. And his daily visits became began in 2012. He was just shy of 3,000 when the park closed down due to the coronavirus. <laughs> and so he uh, plans... <coughs> He chronicled his daily trips on social media, and after his six, 60th consecutive visit, he started getting a lot more followers, and he made international headlines in 2017 when he made his 2000th visit, and he got a backpack full of gifts from Disney, huh. the people at Disney. He hasn't been back since the start of the pandemic, but he's hoping to make it back to Disney's 100th anniversary, um, which is later this year. So Mm. he thinks it would be really cool to go back with his certificate from Guinness Book of World Records. Look what I got. I got a golden ticket. (laughs) You're going to Hollywood. He must go like just for a few hours a day. The guy's got to work somewhere in order to pay for his ticket every day. Maybe he just goes a few hours a day or just goes. You got a season pass. Right. He must just show up and leave or something. Ride one ride a day. Well, I had a friend out there when I went to get my guide dog and his mom worked at, at, at Disneyland. She was in the Mickey Mouse suit. And he yeah. could get free every day, so I don't know if that was, might have been his. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Even if he worked there, he would have a reason to go there every day. <laughs> I do. I got a story about a wedding couple that was trapped in an elevator for two hours. Now, if it was just the wedding couple, I think I would understand why they'd want to be trapped in this elevator, but it, they were in there with. <laughs> why would that be? Of, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they were in there with some of their wedding parties, so it was more than just them. The mother-in-law hold on. It was the groom <laughs> and all the bridesmaids, and the bride was outside patting on the door frantic. I know you're in there with all the girls. But um, this happened in North Carolina, and the fire department came because, uh, you know, they got the phone call that people were stuck in the elevator between floors, and they couldn't get the elevator to go up or down, so they actually went up to the floor above and 
hoisted, use a hoist and dropped a rope down and made a hasty seat, I think it called, they called it, mm-hmm. and lifted each person out one at a time up to the floor above. Yeah, but, you would, yeah, people, you'd have to do it that way. Yeah, you take off the ceiling tile, the elevator, and lift people out. Yeah, it took them a good half hour, it says, to lift out each person. So, of course, there was more than the bride and groom. But it doesn't really say how many people, just that they were in there with members of their bridal party. 25 people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't even sit down. And they'll have a fun story to tell their kids and grandkids when they get older how they were stuck in the elevator. Uh, But they... But it's, it's word that it didn't go up either. It's kind of gotten there a little bit jammed up, it sounds like. Jammed in there. Too many people on it, maybe. Made it tilt. They're all standing <laughs> on one side. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the best man farted. They all, ew, get away from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you go over there by yourself. <laughs> well, you know, usually I look on websites like odd news or weird news well all my stories come from mainstream media (laughs) (laughs) right off the headline news this week or last week or so uh this one uh it says that the the heinz uh, ketchup company Mm -hmm. is looking for a man who survived uh, while being lost at sea by eating nothing but uh, ketchup and condiments and spices. <laughs> uh, it, it, I forget what country. I think it's from France. Uh, but, but there was a ship that sank, and you know, he just survived at sea. All he had was these ketchup packets. But the Heinz Ketchup Company is trying to find this guy because they want to buy him a new boat. <laughs> It's me, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a boat. It's the publicity of somebody surviving off of your product. They want to return the favor in some way and uh, get the guy a new boat. So they're having a manhunt to figure out who this guy was and what's he doing now so they can uh, award him. So hmm. not a lot to the story, but it, like, hey, it was in the mainstream news like this past week. <laughs> That's funny. Interesting. Yeah. He's probably already. He's probably from the town of Mustard in France. <laughs> Maybe he lived in Collinsville by that giant ketchup bottle. But that was <laughs> Brooks ketchup, not Heinz. <laughs> yeah. Who has a Guinness Book of World Records for having a big, large muscle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has a unique talent for his big, large muscle. And he has one of the world's largest tongues. It's not Gene Simmons from Kiss. But it says his tongue is 3.97 inches long. 3.97. It's almost four inches. Wow. Right. Um. And he he likes to use his tongue to paint with. Oh. <laughs> it says in the article that he showed the host uh, 
that he wraps his tongue in uh, cellophane or plastic wrap before he paints, of course, so he don't have to taste it. <laughs> that paint thinner going on. <laughs> I like it, Tane's taste of fresh and blue and crimson red. I thought he maybe just grabbed the paintbrush with his tongue and held the paintbrush. Yeah, like an elephant trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrapped around that paintbrush. <clears throat> he has to put on a tongue condom, you're saying, and then he starts painting. Yeah. They have huh. finger condoms and stuff, but it says that they gave him a nickname. I can't make out what it's saying, though. It's uh, this tongue is so big you can't understand him. <laughs> well, it's like Picasso, but you know, he, but it's tongue, oh, uh, like impressionist type of painting. Yeah, tongue casso, <laughs> tongue casso, mm -hmm. tongue yeah. casso. Yeah, he uh, he has a the due to his unique painting method, and he, he has. So he sold his paintings from up little up to one thousand two hundred dollars for his paintings. Wow! And well, that's about all there is there. But uh, maybe he paints like Bob Vila and tap 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 tap. Look at my happy little tree. <laughs> yeah, the happy little flowers made by my tongue. I don't yeah. know if he like you know rubs his tongue on the canvas or if he just like flicks the paint like some people do that. You know they. Like uh, spitting a spitball, there's <laughs> a paint on there. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap your tongue in plastic wrap. <laughs> Isn't it abstract when it's just a lot of different lines and shapes? And maybe he just does something like that. Yeah, just abstract as random lines and shapes and colors. And <laughs> you might have a have a canvas with like two or three lines on Ooh. it, or it could be like little splatters of <laughs> yeah. paint. I don't think he paints the country scene. <laughs> yeah, so it seemed like it'd be really hard to paint. Paint something. that mountain range or something. Yeah. My next story comes to us from Mississippi. There's a turtle, a box turtle. Uh, and he has no hind legs. He was hit by a car. And I'm assuming he had to have his hind legs amputated. And just so give they a couple wheels for the back. The the Lego, there's a Lego group of kids, and they made him a Lego wheelchair with oh. wheels so they could attach it to his shell and he can get around using his own wheels. Cool. They call him Lieutenant Dan, this turtle. We know where that comes from. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Jennifer Westridge took this turtle in uh, to foster a turtle. And I guess some of her friends were in this Lego club and built him his own little wheels. And uh, some of the kids called it a car. And so I kind of picture it's got to go over and around his shell because when he goes outside, you know, he could pull himself right out of it. So it has to attach to him somehow. But uh, he will be out exploring the world, they say, when the weather warms up in Mississippi. I didn't know it got cold in Mississippi, but maybe in the northern part of the state it gets chilly. Hmm. But I thought that's pretty cool. This turtle's going to have 
I always picture those Lego blocks all colorful. He's going to have himself a colorful little car or wheelchair. <laughs> Be able to get around by his cell. Lieutenant Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my next story is not really very funny. It's actually pretty tragic, but the, the headline I got the kick out of. You may have heard this past week that uh, there was a police officer shot in Dupo, Illinois, there in St. Clair County. Yeah. There's a big, you know, manhunt. They got the guy or something, but which is tragic. It's not funny at all. But the headline says, uh, "Police, uh, large police present chase the crook who is still at large." I thought, "Wow, fat cops chasing a fat crook." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought the headline was kind of silly. But other than that, there's not really anything there. Um, but because of that, I do have a bonus one here. This is from uh, California. It says, uh, what is the headline here? Ooh, where to go? Do not engage. Police warned about a creepy man in a cookie monster costume. And apparently, uh, I don't know, they never said who the guy is on the beach. Uh, I'm going to guess he's either some homeless dude or possibly a pervert. Dressed <laughs> up in a cookie monster suit, and he's running or walk, or not running, probably walking around. He wants people to take selfies with him, and people are just creeped out by it. And the cops are saying, don't go up to the guy, don't engage the guy, ignore the dude. And they was doing interviews of like man on the street about this cookie monster interaction. And this lady says, I was walking my dog and even my dog is creeped out by the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty creepy when the yeah, dog is creepy. That's weird. Creepy. Anyway, it's also kind of a short one, but that's all I got on that. And this one's kind of different. It's not funny, but a man in Dallas, Texas, <clears throat> whose name is George, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curious George, bought a secondhand CD case in a secondhand store, and he discovered. Um, that inside the CD case, you know, he was had bought one that was a Bachman Turner Overdrive CD, and he opened up the case when he got home, and he discovered a rare photo, Polaroid photo, of an unpublished um, John F. Kennedy riding in the motorcade just before his assassination. Oh, wow. And... He was a secondhand little shop and John F. Kennedy riding in the motorcade. The, he showed it to George. Let's see what is his name? George. George Rebel. <laughs> what man? <laughs> yeah. He's such a rebel. <laughs> yeah. He didn't open it till after a month he purchased it. And it was a Polaroid, 
on the back of it, it said 11, 22, 63. Duh. But he showed it to an FBI agent and thought it was just an unpublished photo. Nobody had ever seen it, but it was taken, according to the FBI agents, uh, it was taken as he left Love Field. So it was a, di a, a, a big diff, uh, a great distance from where he got shot. You know. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, uh, I thought maybe when I was reading, it's like, oh, so we're going to see the second gunman. Yay. There was a guy standing up with a rifle and his, up, up to his shoulder. <laughs> and we now we know who the guy is. Ah. <laughs> it had been snapped when they left the love field they probably saw the big Dr. Pepper playing across the street which there is because I lived there <laughs> yeah I used to drive maybe past. back then it wasn't Dr. Pepper maybe it was still Nurse Pepper <laughs> I drive past love field all the time love field intern pepper was Dr. Pepper around in 1963? Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Pepper's been around for a long time. Oh. Yes, I wasn't around that long, so I don't know. Early 1900s. <laughs> it's been around. I had uh, bottles of it, you know, from the 60s. I had, a, I had a Royal Crown bottle growing up from the 1930s. Huh. And had Pepsi bottles from the 50s. We used them when we did Grease in high school. I took my Pepsi bottle to the end of, end of play. We they were props, huh? Yeah, we've put real Pepsi in it, though. But <laughs> Well, does you have any more? Nope, I, I don't have another one. I, I, I might have another one, but I might just save it for next week. That's all I got for news. Go ahead, laugh, laugh, make jokes about it. going to have to run him out of town. So. That's they, nice uh, with that. <laughs> you know what time that is, Jill? Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want a word. Word, 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 word. Oh, good song, Terry. He borrowed that from Elmo. Jack it, jack it, jack it. Jacket, jacket, jacket. Oh, say this word, it's spelling it. Dimidas. D E. Hold on, it's going to do this to me again. I had wow. a heck of a time spelling the word yesterday. It kept blinging me everywhere because of this new update. But this word is. D E M I T A S S Dimithes 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 Give me some of this. Give me some of this. Yeah. Give me some of this. Somebody who can't talk right. Dimithes. Somebody with a lift trying to order some something to drink. Give me some of this. Uh wow, that sounds strange. Yeah. Dimidas. <laughs> okay, Dimidas. 
It is a noun. I'll give you that. <laughs> so that, that'll break it down a little bit for you. <laughs> give me this. Give me that. Give me this. Give me that. Give me this. Give me that. It's a word. <laughs> it is a word. I don't know what it means. Oh, well, this word here means. They see me bowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. A small coffee cup. Isn't that crazy? A small, small coffee cup. Small coffee cup. Oh, coffee cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know what that word is. A, a demi tasse. Yeah. This, well, this the the, it, the it phone said it wrong. Give me was, das or it out. Yeah. You knew that word? <laughs> it amazes me how you know some of these words. He studied the dictionary. Maybe. <laughs> Prepense is our next word. Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Pretense. E R E. P E N N S E prepense. That's when you go camping and you set up your tents. You pre-set up your tents. <laughs> the pretense is before you set up your tents and you're sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Camping pretense before a tent. Well, it's a P instead of a T. Prepense. Prepense. Yeah. Well, that, that's what that's what Donald Trump was before he picked out his vice president. <laughs> before Pence. <laughs> before Pence. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that one. It was before. That's a good uh, one. I like it too. But... It's before <laughs> independence. I don't know. This <laughs> word means de- I want to with the gangsters. So far, they all think I'm too wide. Deliberate or intentional, so it's the opposite of an accident. It's a prepense. Ah. So instead of being accidental, <laughs> you purposely wet your bed. Now we know. <laughs> oh. The next word is Petricor. P E T R I C H O R Petricor. Petricor. It's a whole army of people who play Tetris. Oh. The Tetra Core, the whole core of Tetris players. Yeah. That's got to be it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's Terry's Marine Corps. Terry Corps. Oh. <laughs> well, no. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. This word means. The pleasant smell after it rains. That's oh. your petrichor. Oh, that nice fresh rain smell. Yeah. Didn't know they had need to have a word for that. I just call it nice fresh rain smell. Yeah. <laughs> Not by this refinery <laughs> out here. I don't, I don't smell know. that good by this refinery when it rains. 
You'll like this next word, Flex. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My thing is moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. E F F L U X. E F Flex. F Flex. F Flex. F Flex. He fluxed her pretty good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Clean show. <laughs> F Lux. It's it's like, you know, that Lux uh, soap that you wash things in, only it failed uh, the quality <laughs> control and it got an F. It's F, -flux. F Lux. <laughs> if it would have passed, it would have been an A Flux. Yeah. It's a it's a type of solder for soldering iron. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. Flux. Flux isn't our name for solder, but yeah, uh -huh. I don't think that's it. Well, you guys have some good ideas. Killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. But, all right, right. It says, yeah, right. It's a, this word means the falling out of a particular particle. I don't know what it's falling out of. <laughs> yeah, falling out of a what? A particular particle. Particle. Ah. Oh. Oh, either the falling out of something that particle. Yeah, maybe you stopped being a Democrat and you have an efflux with the rest of the Democrats. I don't know. I don't know. The falling out of a particular particle. I think Cookie Monster's eating cookies and his crumbs are falling out. So oh, yeah. Efflux yeah, cookie see, whenever crumbs. Cookie Monster eats all his cookies and they start flying everywhere, he, he's effluxing them everywhere. Yeah. Falling right out of his mouth. Yeah. And then he goes and be becomes creepy on the beach. <laughs> Another word I got is spoonerism. What? Happy days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Oh, I know what that is. P-O-O-N-E-R-I-S-M. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. And it has nothing to do with forkism or knifeism. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There used to be an old-time comedian. guesses to see if he's got it right. <laughs> there used to be an old-time comedian whose name was Spooner. And he would do this bit like, for example, hey, it's Brian for Texas. Time for breakfast. Time for, let's have some Chucky Alarms. Oh, let's have some let's have some cereal. <laughs> he, you, know, he, you get the, the beginning syllable of the words scrambled up. Yeah, like when the fit hits the shan. <laughs> yeah, the fit hits the sand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to paddle or addle your pass, as our dad used to say. Yeah. <laughs> or I have a big long one that you could say. It's like, Chuck, you Farley, you father, muck and bun of a set, you and your whole fan bandit go back off in your own jackyard. Oh. <laughs> anyway, don't say, don't fix that one around. That's a dirty thing. Clean show, clean show. <laughs> Our next word is. R -I -C -C roll on my segue. Corvine, C O R V I N E. Oh, I thought you said core wine, like apple core, and turn it into wine. Or um, it's a V instead of a W. Corvine. 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 You're German, and it's still wine. <laughs> Corvine. It's like you're a Corvette. It, you're saying it in German. Let's have some Corvine today. <laughs> Vine, Viner Schnitzel, Corvine, Corvine. 
Uh, well, you heard it through the grapevine. This is through the core vine. <laughs> heard it through the grapevine. Maybe if you well, heard it through the grapevine, you're speaking it through the core vine. Uh, it's the core at the middle of the vine. This word means they're just too white and nerdy. They're just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Like a raven or a crow, especially in color. So oh. I'm assuming it must mean black. Yeah, why doesn't it say black, black like or blackish? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Our next word is. I like to roll with the gangsters, although it's apparent I'm too white and nerdy. Diaphorous? D-I-A. You got a guess already? I think I know what that is. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Diaphorous. It's like a thin, filmy thing. Like it, the woman had on a diaphorous nightgown. It's like sheer and flimsy or something. Well, this word might have more than one meaning. I don't know. <laughs> That's not what. Or di diaphorous could relate to your diaphragm. You're going to sing it real loud. <laughs> I don't understand why this like, is like the word what they're telling me it is. I, I know hmm? another word that means the same thing, but those words out there in the dictionary sometimes have more than one meaning. But this word here, it tells me it means I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. People who are dispersed from their homelands. I would oh, think that okay. would be an immigrant, but yeah, like in, in the Bible it talks about the Jews of the diaspora, they're dispersed. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can see how that relates, sure. Yeah. And iron. I feel like I've used that word before. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. And iron, it's like a fireplace tool. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know if it's like the shovel or like the little pick thing you turn the lungs over with. But it's, it's one of those fireplace tools that people have. It says it's the... What you lay the wood on in your fireplace. That's I remember rightfully grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R O T F L O L. Oh, okay. Metal grating or whatever. That li yeah, the grating, that little trough that holds the logs in place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know which part of it was, but I know it was something I do with a fireplace tool. Yeah. I feel like I've used that before, but. Huh? And iron. Okay, uh, our next word is. Got a business doing websites. While friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. Swizzle. Twizzle stick. Swizzle. Swizzle. Swizzle stick. Yeah, it's a swizzle stick. It's what you stir your your mixed drink with, or you, or your coffee. Nope. Ding, 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 you got that right, a swizzle stick. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap. In my nights with a roll-up bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. Our next word is hokum. Getting freaky. I'm nerdy in the extreme and whiter than sour cream. 
H-O-C-K-U-M. Hokum. Yeah, I, I kind of know what that is, but I can't explain it. <laughs> it's like um, something like, like you tell a corny joke or it's kind of cheesy or something. Pokum, pokum. Yep, it means nonsense. You knew the last couple words. I was in a V club and glee club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard. What do I like her or do I like Picard? Pokum, pokum. Ding, ding, ding. Nonsense. That's a lot of hokum. Hocus pocus. And that's all my words for the week. Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair. Got my name on my underwear. They see me strolling. They laughing. Rolling their eyes because I'm so wide and dirty. Oh, wow. Yeah, we actually got a few of those. That's yeah. uh, Why don't you get lost, Clyde? The Retro Radio Podcast brings you family-friendly entertainment in the form of classic old radio shows. Visit the webpage, retro-otr.com. While you're there, you can leave comments on any of the show notes. Send us an email on the contact page. You could even like us on Facebook or Twitter. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Treacher has moved into Jimmy Durante's house. As we look in on them now, we find them lolling about the swimming pool. I say, James, whatever are you doing? Get off that diving board. Treacher, watch this dive. I will now do a double jackknife, and while in midair... I will snatch a worm from a sparrow's mouth. <laughs> Here I go. But James, I say, is there any water in the pool? You know, Treacher, you have a very interesting question. Luckily, you landed on your nose. It broke the fall. <laughs> but James, James I do appreciate your hospitality. And to prove it, here's a little house gift I bought for you. Here, just lift the cover and listen. Just what I've always wanted, Treacher. A musical garbage can. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you, Treacher. Oh, Mr. Durrani. Yes, Candido. Mr. Durrani, there was a telephone call for you, and the sweetest, loveliest voice said, I'd like to see Mr. Durrani tonight, and I said, Who is this, Greer Carson? And the sweet voice said, No. I said, Rita Hayward. And the sweet voice said, No. Well, for heaven's sake, who was it? Wallace Berry. <laughs> Hang around till wash day, Candido. I'd like to send your head out with the rest of the flat work. <laughs> Mr. Durrani, I'd like to have a word with you. Everybody wants to get into the act. <laughs> Stanley, what are you doing here? Mr. Durrani, you went out with Margaret O'Brien last week. Margaret is my girl, and I came here to settle this man-to-man. Now, wait a minute, Stanley. Wait a minute. Don't shoot. Put that, put that pistol down. The water will take the crease out of my pants. <laughs> Let's discuss this like gentlemen. Sit down, Stanley. No, thank you. I'll come right to the point. I've been going steady with her for three months. Three months, Mr. Durante. That represents a lot of bubblegum. <laughs> and I'm here to protect my investment. A bubblegum typhoon. <laughs> Just answer me one thing. Did you or did you not give Margaret your fraternity pin? I had to give it to her. The shoulder strap on her rompers broke. 
And it wasn't exactly a fraternity pin. It was my old chicken inspector badge. Mr. Durante, I'm afraid you don't understand women. You know, some girls can't be toyed with. An unhappy love affair can have deep psychological repercussions. Can have what? Deep psychological repercussions. Wouldn't you say so? I wish I could say so. (laughs) But be reasonable, Stanley, my boy. Be reasonable. Reasonable nothing. My uncle will be here any minute, and he's going to break every bone in your body. Uh Uh-oh. Here he comes now. I'm leaving. I can't stand bloodshed. Wait a minute, Stanley. I'll go with you. Wait a minute. What a spot for Durante. This guy's probably six foot three, covered with muscles, and built like a gorilla. (laughs) Pardon me. Did I leave my eyelash curler here? (laughs) Dick Moore. This is a coincidence Don't tell me you were supposed to beat me up My old pal Victor Now don't old pal me I'm really steamed up about this I'm just boiling Why right now I'm so mad I could crush a rice crispy (laughs) (laughs) Now wait a minute Don't get tough with me You remember me from the old days I was always athletic why, at high school, you know I broke the pole vault record. Oh, yeah? Well, I broke the 100-yard dash record. But I also broke the high jump record. And I broke the hurdle record. Hello? Okay, if that's the way you feel. Who is that? Petrillo. He says we got to stop making these records. <laughs> Well, don't try to avoid the issue. I don't care how big a person is. I always stand up to him. Why, one time I even stood up to told Truman what I thought. What happened? Nothing. She just kept right on singing. (laughs) Uh, James, sitting here in your exquisite home, just perusing the vagaries of Mother Nature and philosophizing on the foibles of human friendship, Mellow me to excruciating happiness. Victor, where did you learn to talk like that? I read the corset ads in Harper's Bazaar. I'm glad I didn't get that speech. We'd be here all night. I'll string along with that. But you know, Victor, I saw you and it happened on Fifth Avenue. A marvelous cinema. And you know, in pictures, you have the same trouble I do. We never get the girl. What's the matter with us? Aren't we handsome? Yes. Aren't we big and strong? Yes. Don't we have sex appeal? Yes. Sorry, those are the wrong answers. Stick around for the jackpot. <laughs> you know, Victor, you should sweep the women right off their feet. Gosh, yes. With the new styles the women are wearing, confuse me. The other day, I spent the whole afternoon following one of those long black skirts. What happened? Congratulate me. I'm now going steady with the Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Victor, that might come in handy the next time I go to court about my swimming pool. (laughs) Presented by the Retro Radio Podcast. Retro-OTR.com Oh, great Scott, it's it's a bullet, a rifle bullet, and a note. You've seen enough, Ben? Yeah. Let's get on back to headquarters. So now we're going to move on to Terry's Top Ten. Top Ten. 
Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, I was just going through it. Do we need to spin any wheels for you this week? I've got 10 animals with disturbing tendencies. And they all live in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. Monkeys. Monkeys have disturbing tendencies, like throwing poop at each other. Yeah, <laughs> they they uh, have overrun Delhi, India. And they killed the deputy mayor. Not really. Monkeys can be cute and funny, but they can gang up and be mean and aggressive. And in 2017, they killed the deputy mayor. They stole his food and threw him off his own balcony. Wow. I've and I always stories like for monkeys. Too. Holy cow. I've heard stories where they bite people in the face and different things. Well, they can be mean, yeah. Hey. They're the monkeys. It's kind of your friendly. Come watch them play. <laughs> They're the young generation. They got something to say. Hey, hey. Mike, you want the face? <laughs> There's only one of them still alive. Mickey Dolan's. Yeah. The rest of Dead monkeys. Number nine. Dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah. I know before he talked about dolphins and they commit suicide. Yeah. these Some dolphins uh, can be friendly, but they are known to be the bullies of the ocean. I think you mentioned that before too on one of your dolphin trivia things. They they've had bands of male dolphins that would kidnap the females and gang rape them and do all kinds of weird things that you hmm. would think dolphins would do. <clears throat> I just thought they just swam and chased off all the tuna or something. Yeah, got caught in the tuna nets and chased away sharks and stuff. Uh, you know, now you mentioned that whenever I was at tech school in the down in Mississippi, where there's a Hawaiian guy in my class, and he was saying how dolphins are really well. He used different words, but they're jerks. Because he used to be a used to do a lot of fishing in Hawaii, and he'd go after the blue tin bluefin tuna and the dolphin would always swim in and take take the bait that was meant for the dolphins so one day he he packed a, a baggie full of drano inside of the bait fish knowing that the dolphin was going to come <laughs> and the dolphin took the bait and swallowed the bag of drano and it was like Bleh! and he did like a spiral dive to the bottom he was like yeah I'll teach you to take my fish <laughs> anyway bad for dolphin Good for him. Number eight. 
Armadillo. Armadilly. So what's their obnoxious trait? They are becoming trendy, but they can carry Hansen's disease. Ah. Uh, A.K.A. leprosy. <laughs> yeah. So if you have some armadillo chili in Texas, is that still going to be good then or what? Uh, or just call it leprosy chili now? <laughs> Non-aggressive non, non and quite playful. They don't shed. And a lot of people in, in the South are keeping them as pets. Uh, What's wrong with your armadillo? His back leg fell off. <laughs> it was just a leprosy kicking in. I wonder if he knows a turtle somewhere in Mississippi. <laughs> Number seven. Koala bears. Yeah, they can be kind of scary, it seems like, in the wild. Koalas are cute, but they are riddled with chlamydia. Yeah. Oh. Well, I want to get that friendly with one. <laughs> <laughs> they it is sexually transmitted disease, and that's why there's such a big decrease in their numbers. <laughs> huh. I guess they don't give them a shot for that. I don't know. Yeah, get us some penicillin out there. Yeah. Uh, Feed them some moldy red crust or something. But. Um, okay, number six. The Christmas song is fun, but hippos are not friendly. Huh? The, oh, that song. I'm a hippopotamus for Christmas. Hippopotamus is are not friendly. They are quite dangerous. Hippos are vegetarians, <laughs> but they kill more people than any other animal. Even yeah, they can be really deadly because they got those big, powerful jaws and mouths. Plus, mm -hmm. they uh, one of the defense mechanism is they they turn around and they poop at you. Discord you with diarrhea or something. Ooh. <laughs> Even Steve Irwin would mess with hippos. Mr. Crocodile Hunter. Yeah. Only stingrays. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of that time. I he had just died. You know, Steve Irwin had just died from that stingray sting. And I went up to Heinz and they took us to the zoo. And Melody Algomi says, here, Terry, you want to put your hand in here and pet this stingray? I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Uh. <laughs> Did you hear about Steve Irwin? No, I don't want to stick my hand in there. Uh, that's <laughs> Number five. Deer. Deer caused... Deer cause more deaths than bears. Crocodiles. 
Yeah, as cute and peaceful as they are, they they can be pretty vicious. I I actually had a story. I I couldn't find it on my list today. Maybe I'll do it next week. Uh, It was not about deer. It was about a moose. Yeah. I saw a couple of those in our other feeds. They uh, kill more animals and uh, bears and dogs and... uh, so they care between a hundred and hundred to two hundred people a year due to car accidents. Ah, oh. when they can't decide on when to cross the road. So, so by them being too cute and decisive, they kill people because you crash them to them with your car and yeah. you fly through the windshield, huh? Yeah. No, but they can be deadly too because they got some pretty sharp hoofs, and you get close to them, and if they all of a sudden get triggered man they can really lay into you they uh need the, more of those why did the deer cross the road jokes <laughs> <laughs> um number four <laughs> elephants oh yeah elephants are becoming more violent as they run across and encounter poachers. If they cross the road and you hit them with a car, it could kill yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no deer trying to knock me down. All it's got to do is sit on you or step on you, of course. Yeah. No, I remember seeing, I forget where, but like documentary, this, you know, elephant that go berserk. You know, just grab you with your trunk and start just slamming you against the trees and against oh. the ground. It like breaks your back, and they it's really brutal. I mean, yeah. they're very territorial, too. Yeah. And <laughs> number three. <laughs> Camels. Camels? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty disgusting. <laughs> Especially when you try to smoke them. Yeah, those kind too. <laughs> I'm sure the animal kind, if you smoke them, they probably wouldn't like that very well either. I'm well, I, think, <laughs> I think they make the cigarettes from the camel poop. I don't know. Could Ooh. be. Um, they can be very aggressive and violent they herd the camels by helicopters huh I know camels are famous about spitting on people (laughs) but much like llamas it's not spit they actually regurgitate and spit their vomit at you Gross. Yeah. There was a camel that bit its owner's head off. Oh. Because he left it in the sun too long. And he tried to smoke it. <laughs> no. Another another camel laid smothered its owner by laying on top of him. It took 25, 25 soldiers to get the camel off of the guy. Yeah, because they're, the they're for, not a fight. They're, he they're laid on the guy for six hours. 
six hours suffocating this guy. <laughs> wow. And oh no, I hear a stomach growling. He's gonna fart on me. <laughs> they they said after they said oh come on that's funny here no oh, they said that the camel was angry because it didn't get its daily ration of coca-cola oh. <laughs> that's why it, well if you kill your owner you're never gonna get it again <laughs> so apparently that guy gave him coca-cola every day he didn't give it to him. He's like, oh, I'll squish you. <laughs> I want my Coke. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. The German Shepherds. Oh. They, uh, they have a very powerful bite. They're one of the most dangerous, aggressive dogs. They make great pets. They make good guard dogs and great service animals. But they can be trained to be very vicious. And well, and they're very protective too, which is why they would make good pets because you've got to protect your family from intruders. They're they're very loyal to the owner, but they're very vicious against people who are not. Right. I mean, they were you know, originally her herd sheep, you know, keeping the wood. I would assume there's a lot of dogs that are that way. Look at the uh, pit bulls. They're pretty mean, too. Yeah. Well, whenever we were growing up, I never even knew what a pit bull was. But you would hear stories about, did you hear about this German shepherd? They found the, the, the leg of, of the owner's baby in his belly. Like, well, that's scary. Yeah. Later, yeah. He stopped hearing those stories, and then it was the pit bull who had the owner's baby's leg in its belly. Like, yeah. You know, and it's Rottweilers, just a things, but Doberman Pinchers, they're all, you know, supposed to be yeah. guard dogs or the kind of dog you can train to be mean or friendly. Uh, <laughs> but no. I know uh, uh, German Shepherds used to be the main dog that would train for guide dogs. Whenever I was getting my guide dog way back, wow, 20 years ago, uh, they said they quit using them because even though they were good guide dogs, they're very trainable because they were so loyal and and so, um, you know, security minded against anybody, not their owner. They didn't do well in public all the time. And so they went with like labs and retrievers because they were much more friendly to people around you. Huh. And they're when, also I, when I went to the guide dog school, you know, everybody was used to getting labs, but then whenever we had the retrains come back through, the people who've already had a dog and they come back to get a second dog, those people all had German Shepherds, but I think they had that worked out to where everybody that wanted a German Shepherd had to come back and get one, but right. they would walk so fast. Yeah, they're very fast. That's you true. Know, you got to be a fast walker. Well, I remember whenever I, I would walk with my dog, we would, it wouldn't be uh, uncommon for us to walk at about a 1.7 or 9 or 2 mile an hour clip. Uh, and I know this because of an you know, app I had on my phone telling me how fast I was walking. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't typically walk that fast anymore. <laughs> but 
But yeah, if you walk to younger days, we did. Yeah, I've got one left. Last one more. Let's get left. to it. Huh? Go ahead. Number two is the German Shepherd. Number one. We did a story. You did one like this here, but and uh, number one, the cane toad. I think it's cane toad. C a n e or k a n e cane toad. They're found in Florida, and they are invasive, and they can kill your pets. It secretes a poison. When animals lick on it, it'll kill them. Yeah. And if small children get it on their hands, it can it can kill them. I don't know if it's a cane toad, but there are certain toads. That's the kind of poison they use in the jungle to poison their darts and arrows with. And that's my last one. But yeah. there was one, I did a story where there was a toad like that. I think it was that same kind of toad in Florida where it caused a whole city a whole town to be on lockdown or something was it in pennsylvania or, or ohio at the east uh, palestine <laughs> it was really a train full of cane toads <laughs> yeah they spilled their frog poison everywhere hot <laughs> 10 list for this Animals. Well, so there is our top ten of the week. Go on, do it. Every year he has less and less wind and more and more candles. Now it's time for our anchor topic of the week. Not really going to have anything. It's supposed to be on computers, which is kind of, you know, Worth milking that out a little bit because I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Other than I guess I had some computer problems this morning. Oh, I do too. I tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Well, I have a computer. I've been tinkering on it there at the mini mall, Terry's mini mall, which um, I haven't been hearing no Avon commercials lately either. But um, um, no, because no one's paid me any sponsorship money, but I, I still have her ads on our show notes. And I have a virus. Well, actually, I'm getting somewhere. It's uh, I've been able to get it on on. I got it to hook up to the Wi-Fi. I got it to. I, I don't know how, but I when I started up, I immediately hit AVG and it started, and then. Uh, I, I was able to get it hooked to the Wi-Fi and then, but it has Internet Explorer on it. So I used Internet Explorer and was able to go to, I went to google.com and it told me the certificate was invalid. And I'm like, what? Hmm. Then it had the button where it says continue anyway. We recommend against it. So I clicked on it anyway. You know? hmm. And I went to download Google Chrome. <laughs> And that's about all the further I got. I haven't got to find the download button yet, but uh, it's uh, 
So yeah, just, just hit hit the letter B because it actually is a button. You hit it until you hear it say a download button. The letter B. Yeah. And it it uh, it let me go to the page to start thing. And uh, the thing is, is that you know I want to download Google Chrome because then Google Chrome, you know, Internet Explorer is not supported anymore. And no, I don't know how well that would work, you know, without it. But I have Mozilla Firefox, and every time I try to open Mozilla Firefox, it won't it wouldn't let me. It would let me. Yeah, open. I, I know. Once upon a time, Firefox didn't work, and about Firefox 5.0, they actually had a project going on with some uh, blind students, and they made it work. And then recently, it quit working. Um, but I know with IE, Microsoft no longer supports it, and I think in the latest update. They've installed some patches so that if you have it set for your default, it's supposed to redirect towards Microsoft Edge instead. Uh, but this here doesn't have Edge on it because it's an older computer, but it should work, though. I mean, no, it right. But uh, Yeah, because that Microsoft patch is for their, I think, uh, for 11. It might be for 10, but I know it's for 11. <coughs> All right, so... Those are some issues I was having on my computer, but oh, here was another one on this computer. This is what I was going to tell you before we started, but okay, I I, I found those old bylaws and I I hit select all and copy. I went to an email and I went to the message body and I hit paste. You know, it said at the beginning I put here's a copy of the bylaws. Hope you enjoy it. Blah blah blah, and then it went down and it said image. I'm like image. What is this? So then I deleted the image out of there and I went back in there again and hit select all copy, went back and hit paste, and then it worked. Huh. I don't know if I have a, if that would be the virus on this computer that we're on, making my computer run weird. Whenever I copy something and paste it in an email, I'm hoping that people are actually getting the email that I wanted them to get and not some weird picture that. <laughs> well, I know I got an email, but I haven't opened it to see what's in it. I'll have to check it when we get done here. Well, those would be the bylaws because it worked. Cause I read it, read it, but oh. the other thing just said image. I'm like, what's the image of? I have no idea. Yeah, so, well, my my weird computer problem that I had is not really all that weird. Uh, I have my computer set up at my desk, and I typically have an external keyboard I plug into my laptop. And apparently, Whenever I was done using it yesterday, I had the cord of my keyboard must have been slightly draped over the corner of my chair. And so when I pulled it out and I set my fat butt on my chair, everything went into the floor. <laughs> Making a huge crashing sound like, oh, crap. Already running late due to some other technical issues with a certain Amazon device. That's a whole other story. And fortunately, I had a, a sighted helper walk through and uh, got things plugged in quickly. And I got things online. But it, note to self, try not to leave dangling cords over the side of your desk where you can pull on them or sit on them and pull everything off of your desk onto the floor. <laughs> Unless you want to clean your desk off quickly. Yeah, unless you just want to clean up your desk and you want to you know, dust it off and then put it back. <laughs> but that's usually better to do when you have time and not like five minutes before a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, just some random computery uh, rants going on here. We've got some rants in our pants. Yeah. That come from France. <laughs> doing a dance. Okay, yeah. but now it would be time for some email. Oh, he's such a wonderful man and a model husband. I never thought none of the folks around here would ever do business with an outfit like that. And I believe I actually do have an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? And possibly two of them. And if only I was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, this one, it's just a little short one, apparently. Uh, this is called Lever, is this person, how they titled their story. It says, my wife wanted to name our newborn baby Lever. And while I did convince her otherwise, I didn't really like the other name that she chose either. But, oh well. Better Nate than Lever. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I'm going to even say her name. That was so dumb. <laughs> oh. And since that was so short, uh, I do have another one. Again, if I can find it hey, that here. that kind of like a spoonerism. Here we go. Um, this one is titled Yes We See Ya and it'll make more sense as I go along here because this is actually kind of interesting an Englishman a Frenchman a Spaniard and a German all go to see a street performer the street performer notices that the men uh, may not have, a, or they may they may have a poor view of his performance. So he stands up on a wooden box and asks the gentleman, "Can you all see me now?" Yes, we see. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we see. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes, and four different said yes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's another short one. I thought I would do them both. Uh, so at least that one was a little more funny. Uh, well, 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 this is an unexpected pleasure. You ought to do it right or not at all. Uh, <laughs> let's get busy with some, I guess, final thought time already. Wow. Um. I put one on Facebook um, that somebody liked it the other day. It's not that the juggler was scared. He just didn't have the balls. <laughs> well, the older I get... <clears throat> the more I regret all the people I've lost over the years. 
maybe being a trail guide wasn't such a good idea after all. <laughs> Where does Boy Scouts go to anyway? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of nature, a butterfly gets pulled over by the cops for speeding. He hands the cop his driver's license on it, but it has a caterpillar in the, in the picture. Oh, sorry, the butterfly says to the cop. It's an old picture. <laughs> what do you call a Czechoslovakian who's grown out of a bar? A bounce check. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when older people say enjoy them when they're young, they're not talking about your children. They're talking about your knees and hips. Yeah. 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 If we learn from our mistakes, then in about three weeks, I should be rated as a genius. Mistakes. I'm learning from them. Fastly, rapidly. Um, good judgment comes from experience. Um, experience, well, comes from poor judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Learn from those mistakes. <laughs> well, I know I don't have to be sarcastic. But the world has given me so much material to work with, I hate to waste it. (laughs) Ah, Many people are alive today only because it's illegal to shoot them. (laughs) Suburban proverb. Next time somebody hands you a baby, say, no thanks, I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) <laughs> I used to have a handle on mine and then it broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. When I was a young child, my mother told me I could be anyone I wanted to be. Turns out, this is not called identity theft. Nobody knew that back then. Uh, my last one. Please cancel my subscription to your issue. <laughs> uh, whatever they might be. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, and more, Jill. Uh, We canceled Jill and her issues. Uh, I'm here. I I was getting a phone call. I didn't know how to make it go away. Uh, Um, I got another one though. If life gives you melons, you might be dyslexic. Melons. (laughs) <laughs> to the limits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Stranger than truth. On the Canary Islands, there is not a single canary. And on the Virgin Isles, same thing. Not a single canary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Terry's all done. How about Jill? Yeah, I'll be done for the week. Help. Help. He made us look a couple of fools, didn't he? The old fleet will be laughing at us. Anyway, with all of that, I guess we're ready to sign off and get out of here. So, hey, this is your host, Keith, saying, signing off. It's time to get out of here. Hey, visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. While you're there, you can leave a comment on any of the show notes. You can listen to any of the shows right there on the page. Hit the play button. Uh, you can uh, leave us an email. Tell us your funny life story. Tell us a funny joke. Hopefully it's funny. <laughs> and... Uh, if you have a question about a blindness-related issue, let us know that, too. We'd love to hear from you and get that input. But for now, that's all we got. So we'll see you next week. If Bye-bye. You, if they write us an email and it's not funny, we'll try to make it funny. <laughs> yeah. But, and you can find out what kind of cereal Terry was eating today. Fruity something or other. Yeah. That sounds funny. T-S-F at ThatSoundsFunny.com That Sounds Funny! And now here's Harry Roy. Oh, you sweet thing. Recorded in Thank you.